Hey guys, and welcome to the Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report, the first podcast to bring you the local fishing report for Alabama's lakes and rivers, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. Presented by Great Days Outdoors Magazine. This episode is brought to you by Bucks Island. Bucks Island has been in business since 1948 for all of your new and used boat needs, as well as motor sales and services, and now they have a pro-level tackle store. Boat and motor trade-ins are welcome. Visit them online at bucksislands.com or give them a call at 256-442-2588. And also brought to you by MB Ranch King Hunting Blinds and Feeders are built to last right here in the USA. With durability and convenience in mind, MB Ranch King's maintenance-free blinds are built and constructed with high-grade steel and come in a variety of sizes to meet any hunter's needs. We also offer high-quality, easy-to-use corn and protein feeders that can be filled with both feet on the ground. Call Kevin today for more information or get a quote at 205-807-2937. MB Ranch King, built in the pursuit of perfection. What's up, guys, and welcome to the Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report. I'm your host, Brian Sin. Hope you guys are having a great week. It is still hot in Alabama. There ain't no doubt about that. But uh, the fish are still biting. And, man, I look forward to all the guests we have on the show today. I know we're going to get some great insight about where to go and what the fish are doing and how to catch them. And, uh, hey, let's get right to it. Segment number one today, I am so glad to have this man back on here. I know that y'all y'all missed him being on here lately. We've just had trouble connecting. Man, welcome back to the show, Brad Whitehead. Good to hear your voice on here, brother. Well, I appreciate it. I tell you what, I think I've changed shirts about three times today. This heat is rough in North Alabama. <laughs> I mean, absolutely it's rough, rough, buddy. But, but the fish are biting I got to spend, uh, I think me and you kind of text a few texts a couple of weeks ago. We had 417 of the country's best high school bass anglers up here in North Alabama about two weeks ago for the world finals. And let me tell you something. I believe every angler and every boat captain took a swim on Pickwick Lake while they were up here. We had them from, now listen to this, this is amazing. They had them from Zimbabwe. They had them from South Africa. What? They had them from Canada. Yes. Listen, I think I sent you a picture. Actually, Nathan swapped jersey with one of the anglers from yep. Zimbabwe, and that just absolutely made his week. Man, how cool is that? You know, uh, I will say some of the locals, there was some negative stuff about having that many boats on our waterways, and it was tough for me to, to sit there and watch it, you know. You know, it's tough to get all these anglers, especially high school anglers, together if it's not in the summertime. And they were real good. It was a three-fish limit, and they were real good about keeping these fish alive. And that's that's what the locals was worried about, which is understandable. I mean, I, I do understand it. But, you know, 417, that's boats, all right? We got a boat captain and two anglers on each boat. Look at how much this is giving back to the industry. Look how much it's giving back to our community here on, on Pickwick and Wilson Lake. I mean, that is absolutely amazing of how this has grown over the last couple of years. Not only what that brought to the area as far as people getting hotel rooms, spending money on meals, things like that. It's an economical boost for that weekend for sure. But, man, throw all that out of the window. And kids today 
it's different when me and you grew up. If when me and you grew up, if if you wasn't playing ball, you was hunting or fishing because they yep. wasn't nothing else to do. And now so That's many right. of these kids, they they're they're pulled by their cell phones or their video games or this or that, and they don't kids typically. I, I don't think they get outside as much as we did when we grew up. I know they don't. No, they don't have the the street light. That's you know, right. Uh, growing up, my parents told me said. When that street Probably light come comes on, you that's need right. to be at home. So, and, that's like, and we didn't you know, come I, home before that. No, 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 no. I remember many days my mom saying, hey, you got to bounce. Well, mom, I ain't got nowhere to go. You're yeah, leaving. Get out of the house. You're getting out of the house. I've got to well, go. And, and so to see, to see high, this high school fishing take off the way it has and get kids outside, it brings to the industry from now on. And so, yeah, I get. You know, I get maybe some of the concerns. No, I don't. I take that back. I don't get it. I, the, the concerns aren't valid, in, in my opinion. And and people ought to just be glad that, that that gets to come to their lake and they get to be part of it, economics of it. But more than anything, man, we got two kids in there, but we got over 800 kids that are out here enjoying the outdoors instead of doing something else that they could be doing. Yeah, tearing up stuff. And what, what makes this sport so awesome? We had a Texas group that showed up the first day, three fish, 18 pounds. What? Here's the awesome part. Male, female. Male and female. Yes, sir. From Texas, three fish, 18 pounds. That set the bar right there. So, you know, not only did we met some great male anglers, there were some awesome female anglers. So that brings things really together too because you got male and females competing in the that's same awesome. boat you know i mean who would ever think so anyway that that's been going on for the last couple of weeks but let me tell you something the crappie fishing has absolutely exploded uh i know it's hot the trips i'm doing right now i start at 5 30 a.m we're finishing up about 11 30 and we're averaging about 60 to 70 fish before lunch good gracious so We've had, you know, like everything else, we've had some some slow days, but um, the crappie fishing is fixing to really get good this summer. Uh, it's a great time to bring, you know, a, a, a young angler. Uh, I'm carrying one tomorrow. His grandfather and grandson. It's a great way to spend with them. You know, it is a little warm, but what I try to do is, is once it gets a little warm, we get a little more boat time. We move around and and, you know, try to cool everybody off, keep everybody, you know, close to some fish. Well, it's the, the heat doesn't hurt you quite as bad when you're catching 60 fish. And, you know, a lot of times with the younger anglers, the colder weather does bother them more than, uh, sure. you know, it hurts us yeah, right? more than it does. So uh, it's been fun. I used to not do as many in the summertime, but a lot of people want to do it because of the weather. It's more stable. And um, so I'm looking forward. You to know, I, I think a lot of people and I found myself being guilty of this too, is that, you know, we think of crappie fishing in the springtime or in the fall or, or in the winter, fall and winter. And, you know, a lot of people give up on crappie fishing in the summertime or just don't go. But so it's, it's awesome to hear that, you know, that you can go out there and still catch a heck of a mess of fish, uh, even in the middle of the summer. Oh, like yeah. This. Yeah. I've, uh, what amazes people is, there's nobody on the lake normally to after lunch. You know, your boaters and our jet skis and, and pleasure boaters, they don't get out to after lunch a lot of times. So 
you really got the lake to yourself. Yep. So uh gives you an extra three months to fish, stock up the freezer, uh, that a lot of people don't think they buy. But I mean, me and you, we eat 12 months out of the year, so so does fish. So does fish. So how do you, like this time of year in the summer, I mean, I'm assuming the fish go out and i'm sure they're in deeper water cooling up how do you fish differently in these summer hot months than you do other parts of the year structure is the key we put out a lot of structure in the winter a lot of people think we put it for the spring but we're actually setting it up for the summertime the structure is the key uh stake beds brush piles something that that fish can get around and the technique that we use in that war eagle boat is kind of i've kind of designated is called dead sticking it's very very slow you ease around the brush piles that fish metabolism is not very active because the water temperature is 86 87 degrees so if you'll bump him in the face with that rod or that lure he's going to bite it but you got to stop it you got to get it close to the structure he's not going to move real far to get a bite and once you put that, those combinations together it's pretty easy to catch fish so when you're putting out your structure in the winter time for to fish on in the summer what depth range are you is there a certain depth that you're trying to target how do you identify the area that you want to put the structure is it you know creek channels drop-offs it's really trial and error uh my ratio and this has been pretty true if you put out 10 pieces of structure only about four of them are going to be productive now i can't tell you why but I've done this going on now for almost 25 years. And if we put out 10 stake beds, about four of them is going to be produced. You know, there's a certain place on that lake or that river that that fish likes to stay. And just because you put out a piece of structure don't mean there's going to be a fish yeah. on it. So it's trial and error, you know, but always check with your local lake, you know, guys to find out what lakes you can put structure in and out of. So we've got a couple of programs that we go by. And, you know, we, we never put anything in there that's not natural. So uh, it's a it's a pretty pretty neat deal. Are the fish like 15, 20 foot? Is that kind of where you're targeting your, your structure? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anywhere between 50 and 20 foot of water. You get to pick wheat, you can get a little bit deeper. Uh, Wilson, too. But some of the Bear Creek lakes at 15 to 20 is absolutely perfect. So, and, and I, will, I will plug this because John Phillips did a story about two weeks ago. In the September, I believe it'll be the September Great Days Outdoors magazine, there is a great article uh, we went through from A to Z on everything we do in the summertime, catching fish to the structure, to the baits and everything. So I encourage, you know, I know for us, Books A Million up here in North Alabama carries Great Days Outdoors. So I encourage people not only to listen to this, but to go buy that magazine and check it out because a lot of times the outdoor riders come and take pictures. You get to see it one-on-one. So if you decide you want to come book a trip with us, we're using the same stuff as we're talking about on this podcast and in the magazine. That's awesome. And great days, you know, is, and, and obviously they're, they're part of this program. And a lot of times people listen to our podcast and, and the podcasts are great, whether it's the salt water, you know, I, I hope that the Alabama freshwater one is, is great, but I know that the, the, the salt water podcasts that they do are also phenomenal. And we, you know, people listen to it, but sometimes I think people, you know, don't forget that there's a, there's a magazine out there too. And, and you can go to great days, outdoors.com and, uh, and subscribe 
and uh, there's some there's some good incentives that go along with your subscription right now. But what you get, I mean, there's some serious value in that magazine. These these guys do they don't just throw this thing together. There's a lot of research uh, in their articles, and it's a lot of stuff that in each issue that you can take away for sure. Uh, whether it's fishing or a lot of it even on the hunting side. But uh, yeah, I appreciate that, Brad. That's a good point. There's a there's a lot of good stuff in there. No doubt. Uh, so people need to check it out. Well, look, Mother Nature's fixing to bless us with a little rain shower. So I'm gonna have to step inside for a minute. Thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to jump on here. I know it's been been a couple of months, but it's just been a little crazy with the with the bass fishing and 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 the guiding too. So uh, I'm looking forward to coming back and talking about some of them brown fish in the next month or two so uh, i'm uh i'm gonna try to get up there and do some of that with y'all this this fall for sure we're gonna try to put that together and uh we yeah will, sir we well hey it. before i before i let you go i got to get a tip of the day so if somebody's gonna come up there and catch some crappie this weekend what's your tip of the day stay slow stay slow those fish are not moving fast. They're not moving far. But if you get close to a piece of structure, let your electronics do the work. If if your electronics are not showing there's fish on that piece of structure, move awesome. to the next one. And I promise you, you will find some fish somewhere on some structure that you can have your mess of fish. Good stuff, man. Well, hey, if somebody wants to book a trip with you, Brad, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Hey, old school, give me a call at 256 483 0834 or catch me on facebook or instagram and i will get back to you as soon as possible awesome stuff y'all give brad a call i promise you you're gonna enjoy yourself you're gonna be with a good man and uh and catch a lot of fish and learn a lot while you're there so don't be uh bashful about it give brad a call book a trip with him hey man we appreciate it brother thank you for your call and uh look forward to talking to you again soon okay buddy talk to you soon bye-bye Talk to you later. All right, guys, let's take a few minutes and hear from some of this week's sponsors. Photonist Defense is proud to offer the PD Pro line of night vision systems. The PD Pro series is the world's smallest and lightest night vision goggles built around the Photonist 16 millimeter filmless 4G image intensifier tubes and our hybrid filmless 18 millimeter image intensifier tubes. These ultralight, ultra-compact night vision systems deliver the cleanest image, best resolution, smallest, most transparent halo, and best overall performance and function of any night vision system available. The PD Pro line consists of the PD Pro M 16mm monocular, the PD Pro B 16mm binocular, and the PD Pro Q panoramic night vision system. Photonist Defense, Masters of Darkness. And brought to you by Great Days Outdoors Magazine. Are you frustrated by your typical hunting and fishing magazines? Are you tired of reading content meant for guys up north or in the Midwest? Don't get left behind following the guidance of guys who don't hunt and fish in your home state. Pick up a Great Days Outdoors Magazine subscription and become a better Southern outdoorsman. Great Days Outdoors Magazine can be found at your local Barnes & Nobles, Books A Million, Tractor Supply Company, Rule King, Bass Pro Shops, or you can save and buy online at greatdaysoutdoors.com. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Hey, great first segment. Glad to have Brad on here and uh, always love him being a part of the show. But hey, let's lead the Tennessee River and let's slide over a little bit to the Coosa chain and uh, 
Lake Weiss, Neely Henry. Let's talk some more crappie fishing with our man, Lee Pitts. Captain Lee, what's going on, my friend? Gee, man, we're just enjoying this sweet summer heat out here right now. I'm telling you what. God, it's hot. It is so hot, man. I don't know how you guys do it. I mean, y'all y'all made a steal to sit out there and guide all day in this, this temperature. Well, I, well, I'll tell you, we've been kind of trying to break it up a little bit and doing some, you know, get out there early in the morning about daylight and by about 10 o'clock when, uh, when all the pleasure boaters get to romping around, we take a break and then doing some little evening deals, but just trying to, you know, do what we can to stay out of that heat and still get some folks out here on the water to, to enjoy some of this good Alabama fishing. Man, do you ever remember it being as hot as, as it was this in June this year? I mean, we always get, get heat here, right? But it seems like it's usually August, early September. Man, I, I don't, this June was brutal. I, well, I, you, you're right on that. And I was, you know, I was just wondering if it was just me because I don't ever remember being this fat either. So <laughs> it could be that. It could, well, me, it could just mean, be that. our perspective and our memory. <laughs> <laughs> it could be me. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, man, what are the fish doing? I know you're still catching. Yeah, we're, we're catching a few. And like I said, you know, normally this time of year through the, the hot months, you know, your June, July, August, uh, uh, going to our crappie fishing, you know, they're, they're hard to target right now. It's uh, uh, a lot of these guys, they're going out at night and uh, sitting under the causeways and the bridges and things like that and catching some on those pylons. But, you know, the, the deep, deep cover that we have, both our Weiss and Neely Henry are typically shallow lakes. So mm-hmm. when I say deep, you know, some of these guys are thinking 50, 60 feet. No, we, we talking 15, 16, 20 foot, something like that, you know, and finding the, the wood cover and the, and the, uh, trees that have been sunk out there on those river ledges. That's where those fish are holding. But, uh, but this time of year, they just kind of scatter out, you know, when it gets hot that I think they get a little irritable and they don't want to be around each other a whole lot. So they bust out in that open water and it's just kind of hard to target. We, we still catch a few, but it's just, uh, you know, uh, crappies are cold water fish. They like that cold water. Yeah. They just like us. They still got to eat. Uh, they might not eat as much in the, in the summer months or aggressively. What's the key right now, you know, and, and Weiss and, and Neely is the ones you're catching. I mean, are you having to slow way down and just put it in their face? It is. It, it's that. Yeah. And, and we're looking, uh, you know, using our electronics a whole lot. Uh, and, and we're looking at that. And the key to it is, you know, I'm putting like an eight Moglo jig head on and I'm dropping that Bobby Garland bait down there that I'm using a smaller bait right now, you know, something like a baby shad slab slayer, some things like that, that, that you can kind of get some action out of it without moving it a whole lot. And, and speaking of that too, I'm waiting on getting my order in, but Bobby Garland's got a brand new bait out right now. Have you heard about that? I have not. They got the mayfly coming out, and it's uh, not the color mayfly that, we, that we've already got in stock. This is a whole new bait. It is going to have the the same look as it would a, a mayfly that you see on the riverbanks hatching out. It's got the little appendages that stick out the back end of it. It's on the frame of a baby shad body, so it's going to be a, a, a streamlined bait, but it's got a whole lot of action to it. It's got the little appendages like i said coming off the back of it it's got the little arms on the front and and from all the testing they've done man i cannot wait to get them in because i know we've already had five or six hatches here 
on, on uh, our Coosa lakes, you know, with these mayflies popping out. Right. And it's going to be a bait that's going to drive these fish crazy down there getting it in that deep brush. Oh, man. Uh, so yeah. it's got a lot of action to it with very little movement. And so, man, we're just, we're, we're real, real excited about that new bait coming out right now. And uh, like I said, keep a look on all your Bobby Garland distributors and the retail places. Cause when this thing hits, man, it's going to be something you can get down there and shake it in front of the face and they ain't going to be able to stand it. Well, I, th- I don't know that many crappie fishermen aren't, aren't familiar with Bobby Garland and his lures cause they are unbelievable, but it sounds like an exciting new deal coming out right there. Now I, I say, you don't see a whole lot of new stuff and the, and the, seems like we see stuff in the bass world all the time coming out, new lures and new, new things, but, uh, not as much so in, uh, in the crappie world so that's really exciting to, to see something like that fixing to hit the market it is and, and uh and you know the fish hadn't seen this either and it's a whole totally new deal that is is really going to be especially good for uh around your docks getting up on those poles and then yeah. that deep deep stuff you know sticking out there and getting around that brush man it's going to be something i think it's going to be uh, a bait that's really really going to catch some people's attention right there that's really cool that's really cool and exciting when you're you're looking at your electronics you're finding these scattered fish out there right now are you do you still do a lot of trolling this time of year or do you kind of stop the boat and drop it on top of them that's what i'm doing just kind of stopping get hovering over the top of them getting out there finding that and and really they it's so hot they don't want to chase anything and it's just putting that bait right down in that brush pile putting it down over those treetops you know that are submerged out there and just kind of calling him out you know beating and and knocking around on the top of that brush till he kind of comes out of it and eats it like i said it's so hot they don't want to exert a whole lot of energy to, to, to take off and chase anything you know, they, they want, they want to lay there and just let it come to them. Yeah. You don't have to, you bump them in the nose with it and then they'll bite it. Yeah. 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 That's right. And then like I was talking about with the collar before, you know, a lot of people fish for crappie in the, in the spring and in the winter and, and don't even think about it in the summertime, but you still catch a lot of good crappie this time of year. They all got to eat. It's just a different way of fishing. You just, like you said, it sounded like you just got to slow down a little bit. It is. Yeah. It's just uh, slowing down looking for that deeper stuff and the biggest thing is you know already having a mindset that hey you're not going to go out there and just hammer on them like you do in that february march and april you know it's one of those deals that you you kind of know what you got and what you're looking for you know you're out there trying to find you enough to put something in the refrigerator and, and have a fish fry that's so, right well, so yeah that's one of the things that that's right. You've been doing any other, you've been bass fishing or anything lately? Or are you just mainly doing the crappie? This morning I had some striped trips. We went out and did a little mixture, put on some big swim baits and, and we went up in some of the cooler water and some of these little tributaries that come into the lake. And I had some young men with me and, uh, and their dad. And we, we caught a few stripes and then mixed it up and went back out and got the long poles out with you know the six pound test and drop drop those garland baits down in some brush tops and even if we weren't catching crappie we're still catching white bass we're catching some little little river sand bass and and a mixture of stripe mixed in with those too so you know you can still catch fish in the heat it's whether you want to set that how long you want to sit out there with yes them. how long you want to hang with them out there you know we hear about stripe on smith lake obviously and and uh lake martin but uh with the stripe that you guys have are they the do y'all get the big giant stripes up there or is it just the hybrid stripes you know two three pounds well we, we'll get some but we caught one this morning seven you know we caught one a little over seven pounds this morning but we had a lot of those big big fish and about 
10 years ago, we had a bad drought here and, and on the Coosa, you know, we're a, we're a typically shallower lake and I think it hurt some of our big fish population. Yeah. But, but we're still catching them. And matter of fact, the, uh, the biggest stripe I've ever caught here on this lake. And, uh, I got to give them a plug again on this right here. I caught it on a 12 foot loose trolling rod, six pound test, vicious and a Bobby Garland baby shed, 31 and a half pounds. 31 and a half pounds on six pound test with a baby shed. Yes, sir. That took a minute. And I'm going to tell you, it, it wasn't one of those, Hey, pump him and get him to the top. Uh-huh. We just followed him around until he gave up. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, you just put the trolling motor in behind him and followed him around until he quit. That's it. And, and had a, had probably about 10 or 12 other boats out there around us. We were, uh, in this area we call yellow Creek here on Weiss Lake. And it's a, it, it's a big bay back in there with a lot of fresh water coming in. And we just had to direct traffic. You know, I was following him with that rod boat up and just saying, Hey, move to your left. I'm coming through. I'm coming so, through. I don't know what uh, I got, but I'm, I, I ain't going <laughs> to cut the line. We're going to find out. So it, yeah. So it, it, well, we, we put on a good show for everybody. Like I said, it was, it was a team effort. I think we had about 15 boats helping us, everybody moving and shuffling. So it was a, uh, it was a team effort on that one. My goodness, man. Well, y'all got some big fish up there. No doubt about it. I didn't know the stripe fishing was good up there. I knew the crappie was phenomenal and the bass fishing and, and Lord, y'all got some big catfish up at Weiss. My goodness. Man. These hand noodlers that I'm friends with that fish up there, they, they, I mean, they catch big fish bigger than anywhere I've seen in the state. I've watched them before, and I tell you what, now, I'm 6'4", weigh about 280, and I don't think I'm tough enough to go down there and stick my hand in, in them holes where they're getting them old big cats out. Oh, yeah, you can do it. You can do it. I, I, it I, I, I don't think I could. Yeah, it might take, it might take, so. a, Mick, it might take a couple of Mick Ultras to get you in there, but we'll get you in there. <laughs> I, I watched uh, I watched some of these videos and watched some of these uh, uh, guys out there doing it, and I see their legs slipping and flopping straight up in the air, and then I don't think I can hold my breath that long no more. Man, I'm gonna tell you what it's uh it, it is a lot of fun. This is the first year that I've haven't done it in uh, in the last several years, but we've just had so much going on, and and I haven't been able to get out there, and I and I sold my boat, so I've uh I got that's one of the things the last several years that me and my boys look forward to every year is noodling season. That's all we did. And, uh, it takes oh, some getting used to, but it is, man, it's, it's addictive. Now, once you get, once you get bit a couple of times and, and, and figure it out, it's, uh, it's definitely a lot of fun and you catch some big fish, but man, I'm gonna tell you that Weiss <laughs> Lake, it's some of them fish they're catching up there. I mean, they're catching these 65 pound blues, man. They'll, they'll rip the hide off your arm. Hey, I bet we, we caught one today that I, I, I estimated it probably weighed 10, 12 pounds. And we brought it to the boat, and I grabbed it. And after it rolled and thrashed on me, up, you know, me being out of the water, whoo, he gave me all I wanted, not even being in there with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fun, man. You know, I got to get a tip of the day from you before I let, let you get out of here. What's, if somebody's going to come up there this weekend, try to do a little fishing, what, what's your tip of the day for them? Man, I tell you what, today what worked best for us, I, I, I'm going with the eighth ounce uh, Moglo heads, and it's been more of a, we, we, the water's a little bit stained right now, and I think it's from all the boat traffic we had last week. It, it's kind of got a little funky color to it. And I was using a pink head with either black chartreuse, blue chartreuse, 
and then, you know, something with a little bit of pink in it and dropping it down there. I think right now they can see those colors better. And then I'm just getting right over the top of it and just finding that brush and dropping it down. And I'm going to tell you something else, too. Some of these deeper docks, you can get in if they're on the, uh, the, the outer, you know, the outer lip of some of these bays coming in towards the river. There's still some fish holding in those docks from 8 to 10 foot of water. I think the bigger fish have moved out to the river that you're going to get out there and vertical drop on them. But you can still get in there shooting some of these docks, the deeper docks, and catch some fish. So, uh, you know, that's something to look at. Those colors, like I said, in the, in the garland colors have been really good for me the last week or so. Heck yeah, man. That's a great tip. Well, um, man, try to stay cool out there. That's for sure. And uh, it, it's hot, brother. So uh, that may be the tip is take an umbrella and a whole bunch of water. I don't know. <laughs> you got that right. Wear your swimming suit where you can jump in. That, that's another tip I was going to give you because that's what we did today. We were moving places and we hit a sandbar and laid out there for about 15 minutes. So that kind of helped a little bit. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, keep us posted on that uh, that new Mayfly uh, Bobby Garland's putting out. Send some pictures. Send me some pictures of it when you get it and we'll post it. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to see that. So keep, it, keep us posted on how that's going. We'll have you back on here soon, obviously, to talk about it. But uh, before we let you get out of here, man, Give, give us your contact info if somebody wants to book a trip with you. Yeah, you can look at me on Facebook, Lee Pitts and uh, Lee Pitts Outdoors. And also just give me a telephone call, man. I'm old school. I just want to talk on that phone. Call me at 256-390-4145. All right, Lee. We appreciate it, man. Y'all reach out. Give Lee a call. I promise you're going to have a good time and catch a lot of fish with him. And, uh, man, it's going to be it, – it'll be a great day. So uh, reach out there and give Lee a call. Man, hey, we appreciate you, brother. Always love having you on here. And uh, look forward to having you back on soon. Man, that sounds great. Thank you so much. Y'all have a good week. All right, buddy. You do the same. All right, guys. Let's take just a couple more minutes and hear from some more of this week's sponsors. OutdoorAlabama.com. That's where I learned the basics of how to hunt and fish, including what's in season and which license to buy. Learn more at OutdoorAlabama.com. Go hunt. Go fish. Get outdoors. This message was brought to you by the Alabama Department of Conservation and Natural Resources. And brought to you by Boaters List is your new reliable and fast resource designed to link everyone to everything on the water. If you own or run a boat, you know how difficult it can be to find the right company for the task at hand. Boaters List makes it easy to find the service you're looking for. Locate anything from fuel docks to service repairs or rentals of large yachts or even paddle boats and all things in between at boaterslist.com. They will always strive to make it better on the water. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Great segment. Always appreciate uh, Lee Pitts being on here. Awesome man, awesome fisherman. And uh, so y'all be sure and reach out to Lee, book a trip with him, go up there and catch some of them big crappie. Uh, man, let's continue on. Let's go down to you follow, uh, with one of my favorite guests, Clayton Bats. What's going on, Clayton? No, not much. Just out here trying to catch fish. Man, I understand you up in, uh, you a long way from home right now. Yeah, I had a couple of days off and at 109 degree heat, it was kind of getting me a little bit. Yeah. I need a break from it. So I'm up here in New York, take smallmouth. Up at Champlain. Up at beautiful Champlain. I love it up here. You leave home and it's 110. I think the high today is 72. My goodness, that's a big difference, man. That's that's uh, that's worth the ride right there, probably. Back catching these big smallmouth. It's just something about that smallmouth to get you a little bit excited. That's awesome, dude. You got a uh, you got a pro tournament coming up there? I do. I goes off limits uh, this coming up 
Monday, and I got a term up here two weeks after that. Well, good stuff, man. Well, I hope you I wish you well in that. Go up there and win that thing, man. Bring it back home to Alabama. That's what needs to happen. I'm, I'm a couple points out the championship, so I got a little bit of ground to make up. I've had a couple of mishaps this year, and hopefully I can make up for it up here. Well, I hope so, man. hope so. I know you'll do it. Hey, what's the fish been doing on you fall? I know you, you're not home right now, but I know you've been fishing it every day before that. So. I've, been, I've been out there every day, and what they're doing is they're biting you can barely heat, you're going to catch them. They're, I mean, they're they're biting right now better than they have all year. Really? Yes. Most of the time right now, that offshore deal, it kind of gets a little tougher and the schools will start breaking up. There's more showing up right now than there has been all year. Man, that's what I love about doing this podcast, Clayton, is, is you know, we, we have so many lakes across the state of Alabama and awesome, unbelievable lakes, and it's it's different week to week, man, in different places and different areas of the state. I mean, you know, you, you can talk to people on Logan Martin and, and they're like, man, we, the fish ain't schooling like they normally do. We're struggling. We're not catching as many. And then talk to you and you follow and you're like, man, this is as good as it's ever been. So I love that. Yeah. It's crazy. Like every, there was a rumor going around about you fall being tough, something wrong with the fish. Anybody that believes in that, I'll invite them to come get in the boat with me right now. The fish, our shad right now, they're all three to five inches. They're the right size shad. They're gorging on them. Everyone you catch, every client I take out, they're like, I can't believe how beautiful these fish look. We're catching, now don't get me wrong, we're catching a bunch of two and a half pounders, two and three quarters, but then there's a bunch of four and fives mixed in there. You can look on my website of trip we had last week, our best five was you know, right at 20 pounds. Good gracious. Um, and he had a bunch of good quality ones in there. Missed a couple of good ones. You know, they were taking this in that 21, 22-pound range. You know. Yeah, so it that's... just depends. I've had a bunch of electronics classes lately where we've been more looking and, you know, just learning more about the grass than fishing, which is well, which of those catching trips, and we've been catching them. That's awesome, man. Well, I know, I know that you love that offshore bite. That's your favorite way to catch them down there for sure. And so this is uh this is the time of year to ride up your alley, obviously. So what are you doing right now? Just riding with your electronics, finding big schools? Yeah, finding schools are the best schools are you know, brothers, Ted Fish schools, those bite. And they bite, I mean, you can catch them. And then you just gotta go move on to a next one. So that's kind of what you're looking when you see that when you look down and you see that on your graph, you know, that ten, twelve fish on there in a the school, that's you feel like they're gonna be more aggressive. Absolutely. Those the bigger schools, everybody wants to find those mega schools where there's 50, 60 fish. Well, I ain't tell everybody, but a bunch of people's already found them too because they're easy to see with that many fish down there. So they are a little bit harder to get to bite. And those, you know, 10 to 15 fish schools, those, some of those can be a little tricky to find. And they haven't been pressured much, messed with, and those bite. What's kind of your some of your go to lures that you're catching them with this time of year? Drop shot's my number one with a big worm on it. You can catch them on a shaky, big, shaky head. It's either got to be real slow or react. You can burn a big plug through them, but it's a lot of cast between bite. Um, you can catch them on a spoon, hair jig. I mean, you about name it, you can catch them on it right now. The main thing is just, the main thing right now is just being able to find them and being good enough on your electronics to find them. And if you can find them and you follow right now, you can catch them. Right. I mean, it's, it's fun. Like, if somebody wants to come out there and they want to go catch 30, 40 a day with some fours and fives mixed in there, come on. That's a, that's a great day of fishing. If you can bear the heat. If, and what I've been doing, like, this time of year, there's a bunch of people that won't, don't want to stay out there in the middle of the day. 
And I mean, I try to push people towards, you know, those four or six hour trips, uh, either in the morning or either, either in the evening and six hours, you'll catch enough to have a good day instead of staying out there for eight. Yeah. Eight hours is long, man. You got to be tough to stay out there through the middle of the day right now. Uh, when you, you go out there on these, you know, a four or six hour trip and catch 20, 30 fish and, and have some four or fives in there, man, that's a good enough day for anybody. Yeah. That's a, on a four hour trip. You take away your drive time a little bit, you know, on a four or six hour trip, we've been averaging, you know, 20, around 20, somewhere in there. That's a great day. I try to push, I try to steer, I try to steer people towards that six hour because they're, I mean, you fall is pretty big. And if I, I'm not one, I'm not going to sit there and just make somebody cast where there's no fish. I'm going to keep moving, you know, keep people on fish and keep them catching them. So I steer people towards that six. So we got a little bit of driving time between schools. Yeah, that, that makes sense, man. And and that driving time will cool you off a little bit, at least <laughs> when you're looking for those other schools, at least you get a little, a little break, uh, from the heat just pounding on you. Is it, you think it'll stay this way through, I mean, does it normally stay this way through the summer? Yeah, it'll stay this way for a little bit. I've been telling everybody, all some of the locals worry about the lake and worried about them getting out there. I told, I've been telling everybody since about February, March, that the lake was about two and a half, three weeks behind. And right now, that's about right because normally the first of June's when they really, really get out there. It's first of July. We're about three weeks behind, so everything's. I mean, it's about normal. So I look for this to last. I mean, at least probably through July, and then when it starts cooling down and um and all. August, it'll be a little bit cooler. Maybe some of these heat waves will be gone. It'll still be, those schools will be out there till September. Yeah. There's a lot of plenty of good fishing left to be done on those ledges out there right now. And you follow, that's for sure. So drop shot is your kind of number one. I mean, catching them on everything, but that's, that's kind of your go-to. Is there a particular color on the worm that you that you like? We're just catching them on anything dark right now. Green pumpkins, plum apples and stuff like that on the big worm. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Are you, do you still, when you're going in the mornings, are you still, do you even bother at, at daylight? Do you even bother with any shallow or are you just going straight out to the ledge bite? No, the closest time I'll be to a uh, bank this time of year is when we put the boat in. And that's Other than it. that, we won't see it till we take out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, man, it sounds like, uh, sounds like the fishing's great there. And, uh, if somebody, you know, I got to get a tip of the day from you. I'm going to let you go. I know you up there fishing right now and trying to catch these small mouths. So I don't want to keep you on here long today. So give me a tip of the day for you, follow Somebody's coming up this weekend. Tip of the day is be sure to trust your low rance electronics. They do not lie. You don't see any fish, even when you idle over them. You turn around, you catch a couple, and you look out there with active target. If you don't see any, go to the next one. Don't just sit there and cast the water. You can do that in the backyard or in your pool. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing about these, these electronics, man, the Lawrence. And there's no need to throw if there's no fish there. And you can identify that really quickly if you know what you if you if know how to use these electronics. And if you don't know how to use the electronics, give Clayton a call because I promise you he can teach you. He does it for a lot of people throughout the year. It's part of what he does and enjoys doing is teaching these electronics cat, uh, classes uh, when he's not guiding uh, or, or fishing on the pro circuit. So, Clayton, if somebody's going to contact you, man, they want to either come go fishing and get on some of this great fishing in you follow right now, and uh, or they want to learn their electronics better, what's the best way for them to contact you? Yeah, you can just give me a call at 334-310-8338. 
or either look at my website, LakeyPoliticianGuide.com. One other thing I want to mention while we're on the phone, um, I know Tony Adams very well, and he is the man on Ufala when it comes to crappy fishing. I will never take that away from him. But I know Tony is overbooked. I have a guy now that he is now with me. So if anybody is interested be sure to give me a call yeah absolutely man and share his uh share his contact with me and we'll get him on the show sometime too uh and like you said tony is is phenomenal uh he's as, as good as anybody i've ever seen i've never seen anybody catch crappie like any better any better than than tony does but he stays booked up a lot and so man it would be great for people to have another option that's for sure yeah, that was the main thing I wanted to do. And I was, Tony is the man on you follow up, but it took me a little while to find somebody I trust. And I know that's really good on crappy on you follow. So I got him with me now. So y'all call Tony. He happens to be booked. Give me a call. Hey, share his contact. Let's get him on the show. Well, we can do a show together. I can do one with just for him, but I'd love to have him on. Hey, man, be careful out there and uh, stay safe, brother. And, and, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Catch him smallmouth and enjoy that cool weather. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Clayton. See you, buddy. All right, guys. Let's take a few more moments and hear from some more of this week's sponsors. The Alabama Marine Resources Division reminds all recreational anglers possessing gray trigger fish, greater amberjack, or red snapper that they must report these fish through snapper check before they are landed in Alabama. For more information about snapper check, please visit OutdoorAlabama.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. What a great show we had today, man. And it, it, it does amaze me the difference in the lakes around the state. And we are, as I say on here all the time, we're so blessed in this state. To, I, I don't know if there's a better state in the country to, that has more fisheries than, than we have here in Alabama. And, uh, but it's amazing, isn't it? How different lakes are doing at different times of the year and what's hot and what's not. And that's a really cool thing about the podcast is, Hey man, if your home lake isn't uh, isn't on fire right now, you can listen to somebody like Clayton talking about what they're doing at Ufala right now, and it makes it worthwhile to uh, get in a boat and travel down there and and spend a week weekend fishing some different water. So fascinating stuff. Uh, all three great guests today, and great men, and we appreciate them being a part of the show. Uh, don't be bashful in reaching out to them. And that is going to be a wrap for the show today, guys. So if you are enjoying the podcast, please take a minute, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review wherever you listen, wherever you listen. And if you would like us to email you the show, we will do that each and every week. All you have to do is text the word fishing to 314-665-1767, and we will email you the show each and every week. Thanks for listening, guys. Stay safe out there on the water, and we'll talk to y'all again next week. This week's Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report was brought to you by Fish Bites. Ready to go when you are, regardless of when you're ready to go fishing. This bait stays on the hook, and the fish stay on the bait. Check them out, fishbites.com. And brought to you by United Bank. United Bank supports our farmers with financial products and services designed specifically for agribusiness. United Bank is building stronger communities every day. Learn more at unitedbank.com. All loans subject to credit approval, equal housing opportunity lender, member FDIC. And by LM Marine has something for everyone from small hunting boats, pontoons, as well as bigger bay and hybrid boats for the hardcore angler. Go visit them at 34600. 
Highway 59 in Stapleton, Alabama, or call 251-937-1380. And brought to you by Hilton's Real-Time Navigator. Make the choice that professional captains all over the Gulf make and choose Hilton's Real-Time Navigator. Check it out at hiltonsoffshore.com. And brought to you by AFCO. Family-owned and operated, AFCO fishing apparel and tackle are designed to handle the harshest elements. Visit afco.com for on-the-water performance gear. And brought to you by North Alabama is the place to go for your next fishing expedition. North Alabama is home to eight picturesque lakes. Each lake is well-stocked with a variety of fish, and in North Alabama, fishing is great year-round. For more information, visit www.northalabama.org and click on Plan to download a North Alabama fishing guide. 